0: all right good evening everyone hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are as always we'd like to say praise the lord thank the lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together today it's May 26, 2022, in week 173. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out, trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, as I'm as. It was last week. This is also a pre-recorded message, and this is the last one. Hopefully, prayerfully, we'll be back next Thursday live, able to respond to comments or anything like that. So just be wary of that, as it says right under the title. And speaking of the title, we'll be talking about trouble in my way, no matter where you where you turn it always seemed like trouble finds you. So we'll talk about how to handle that tonight. So without any further ado, I'm gonna pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, I hope you guys get something out of it.
1: Thank you, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer as we so often do. Um, So if you have a chance to join in the prayer with us, please, please do so uh, as we call out to God. Gracious Lord, thank you for being who you are. Lord, we thank you for all the things that we have taken for granted, uh, everything that uh, you've given us that we did not deserve. Lord, help us to keep the right perspective, the right mindset. Lord, no matter what's going on in our lives, Lord, so many times, uh, even myself, I wanted to complain, Lord, but I thank you for... The, the times where you correct me instantly and let me know, things can sure be worse. So Lord, just help us to all have this mindset. Help me to have the mindset uh, to understand that you've been too good. You've been better than good to me. And so Lord, no matter what happens to us, help us to remember there's still a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. So Lord, we're praying for the Bible study tonight. We're praying that your word will go forth uh, you would increase and that we all would decrease lord uh, we're praying for revelation for understanding for growth uh for everything that you have to offer us lord your wisdom knowledge and understanding and so lord we're praying these blessings in your terrific name jesus amen amen trouble in my way uh this uh, when i uh, think about this title this was actually, I think, the first and only song that I ever led uh, in our youth choir, children's choir, Trouble in My Way. The song says I had I had to cry sometimes. Uh, I think that was the only song I ever led as a kid. Um, but Trouble in My Way. There's so much trouble in the world around us. Uh, you can't do, uh, people say it seemed like, when I take one step forward, I'm taking two back because it seems like there's always some type of trouble to come out of nowhere. We say, you know what? I'm going to get better financially. I'm going to get in a better position. But well, you you wait till next week because next week has a new problem and it's going to uh, choke up those funds that we thought we saved the last month, the last two months, the last three months. And now we're back in the same position that we started out in <laughs> trouble God knows there's so much trouble we're trying our best to get ahead and we just can't seem to get there so uh, we're going to look at some things on tonight uh I, I feel good uh, because I I just thank God for where he's brought me from I can look back I'm I'm not where I would like to be but I thank God for the growth. Uh, so in, in life, we have to be thankful for the growth. That, that's what's important. We're, we all want things. We all desire things. And what we're praying for God to help us with, we might not be there in the next two minutes. But have we grown in the next two minutes? So that's what, this, that's what life is about, growing in this thing, growing in knowledge, growing in wisdom. Uh, the scripture talks about if any person seeks wisdom, let them ask of God. These things, the, the scripture tells us, uh, the scripture is able to make thee wise. So if you want wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, it comes in growth. You, you won't learn everything tonight. All the stuff that I, the small amount of things that I know. I didn't learn this in one night. I didn't learn this in two nights. It took an accumulation. So uh, I've talked about it time and time again. I, I'm i tr- learning to play keyboard. And I look at people who are where I would like to be. I said, wow, man, if I just had the the skill that this person had, wow, man, I'd be, I feel like I'd be satisfied. But I recognize it took them a lot of time to get there. So now the question is, am I growing? So if you're growing in God, you are right where you need to be if you're continually growing now. But some people hadn't grown. Uh, I've said it some time back. If you see, uh, if if a person you know has a baby, um, and you see this newborn baby, and five years has passed, and you go back and see them, and that child that they had is still that same newborn baby. You say, hold on, something's, hold on, what, what's, you're not seeing the growth. And that's where a lot of people are in church. We're newborn babes in Christ, yet we haven't grown. But now we're going to deal with something tonight. Um, so let's pick up the book of Galatians, chapter
0: 1, verse 6. They experienced some trouble. Let's see what happened here. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ, unto mm-hmm. another gospel, mm-hmm. which is not another. But there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. People are bringing trouble.
1: You know, if you look around the world, it says, oh, so-and-so was killed because somebody brought some trouble. Somebody murdered someone. Somebody stole from them. Somebody beat someone. People bringing trouble. We see what's going on over in Ukraine. Because someone brought trouble. The devil is using people to bring trouble. And so here, there's trouble going on in the church. I know somebody thinks that no trouble takes place in the church. We say, oh, yeah, we should be saved. But trouble is going on in the church. So Paul says,
0: back up, read verse 6 again. Let's start over there in verse 6. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ. To another gospel Now what has happened here Is that Paul said I'm surprised
1: I'm in awe I'm shocked Because you have changed You used to believe this You used to believe that There are certain things that God wants you to believe There's a certain doctrine That God wants you to believe And I've watched as people start out believing something, but somebody's coming with trouble. And if we're not careful, someone will cause you to not believe the things you used to, things that are true. Now, if you believe in some stuff that wasn't true, now that's a different story. But we're talking about things that are true as it pertains to God's salvation. So he says I'm I marvel that you're you've been removed from the one that called you. God has called us. God has called us. We talked about walking worthy. God has called us to walk worthy in good works. But now someone has deceived us into thinking you don't have to do certain things or you can do certain things that God told you not to do. So he said, you've been called. Uh, he said, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. There are different gospels being teached or taught, being taught In each church, I told a man, I think about a week ago or so, uh, he said, I told him I was a, a, a minister. He said, oh, what church do you preach at? See, he understood that each church is preaching a different gospel. Same Jesus now. We're all talking about Jesus Christ, the one that died for our sin on the cross. We're all talking about that person. But we're teaching a different gospel. Because when I go to this church, they say you have to do X, Y, and Z to be saved. When I go to that church, they say you have to do A, B, and C to be saved. When I go to this other church, it's E, F, and G. There's different things now going on, and it's causing somebody out there some trouble. Because somebody said, man, why is it so confusing? Why, why does it seem like it? Shouldn't we all be preaching and teaching the same thing? Isn't that what the scripture said? We should all be following the same rules. If God is okay with me doing something at this church, he's okay with me doing something. That same thing at a different church. it's the doctrine. God is the same, but doctrines are different. So Paul said, I've taught you guys certain principles, certain things I told you God said, this is okay to do. Other things God said, he doesn't want you doing that. Paul said, I'm surprised you have been soon removed. It didn't take long at all for you to stop believing in this. It didn't take long for you to change. I've seen this happen so much. I'll see people receive the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues as the scripture declares. You tell a person, yeah, God, the the scripture declares you'll speak in tongues as you receive the Holy Ghost. They had never had it happen. They received the Holy Ghost. They received the evidence just as it was above 2,000 years ago. And not long after that, somebody deceives them. Whereas at first, they said, man, I'm going to be in Bible study. I'm going to be praying. I'm going to be reading. I'm going to be relying on God, trusting him, running strong. This doesn't even take a good month. A good two months. We've been removed. Why? Because somebody troubled us. Because somebody said, "What? What are you talking about, man?" That's crazy. Because somebody spoke against what the Word of God says. So he said, "I marvel that you have been so quickly removed from the gospel, the true gospel of Christ, to another gospel." Which he clarifies in verse seven. Which is not another. He said, there's really not another true gospel. That's what he's trying to tell us. He, he just said in verse six, he said, you've been removed from the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Then he says, there's not another gospel, but there's some that trouble you. And would pervert the gospel of Christ. They have changed the gospel. They're teaching a different doctrine. And you're believing them. This is why we have so many churches. If you're confused about it. I'll tell you why. It's trouble. He said there's some. That trouble. There's some people telling you. This is what God wants you to do. He said, they, they've they got you believing in another gospel. He said, it's truly not another gospel. There's only one gospel. There's only one true gospel. But there's many counterfeits. There's many fakes. We've, we've said it time and time again. You can take currency. You can take uh, the American dollar. You can take the American dollar. And you can have counterfeits. You will have. There is no can. You will have counterfeits. So you have to know what to look for in the counterfeit so that you can identify the real. You have to know what to look for in the real so you can identify the counterfeit. You have to examine and compare and contrast. But you first need to go to the real thing first. See, we have to go to the word of God to get the true gospel. Every church is going to talk about Jesus Christ dying on the cross. But where? what are we talking about besides that? How are we telling people to walk worthy? How are we telling people to humble themselves? See, nobody's telling, I won't say no one, but Most people aren't telling you to humble yourself. They say, man, if they did this to you, do this to them. There's trouble. We're faced with so much trouble. Not walking worthy. Not, you know, as people, we take these things for granted. We're taking it for granted. Let's pick up.
0: Read, 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 start at six again for me. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, mm-hmm. which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. He says somebody has
1: changed and twisted the true gospel of Christ. They're, they're, they're not, t- we're not talking about whether or not Jesus Christ died on the cross. I want you to understand that. You you can go to the Methodist church, they'll tell you Jesus died on the cross. You can go to the Baptist, to the Episcopalian, to the Apostolic, to to the Church of God in Christ. We're all telling you that Jesus died on the cross. That's not what we're dealing with here. But everybody has a different belief, a different doctrine of what I must do to be saved. And that's where the trouble lies. Because what I learned at one church, when I go to the next church up the road, they'll say, hold on, no, that's not true. Comes some trouble. See, you'd find this out if you take the opportunity to look into it. See, you will never know these things if you don't actually look into it. Examine. Scripture tells us to examine ourselves. We got to take an examination. So he said there are some, there are some people out there that are troubling you because they're teaching against what Paul taught. Let's see what he said in verse eight. But though we, he said, even if we do this, talking about the apostles, he said, even if we do this, uh uh-huh. Or an angel from heaven. You know, how many times, (laughs) glory be to God, how many times have you heard of a faith, a church where the founder said, man, I seen an angel. God appeared to me one day and he told me to write this down. (laughs) I'm not going to call people out. I'm not going to call churches out, but if you looked hard enough, your own church might be a group that has did this. Paul said, "Look, even if we change up, if an angel from
0: heaven appear to you and say this, uh huh, again, but though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you." that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. He said, look, don't
1: allow anyone to come to you and persuade you to go against this gospel. The the things that we have preached to you, don't let anyone come and change you from this. See, this brings trouble. Paul had preached some things to them. We're going to go back and we're going to pick up what Paul preached. But let's before we do that, let's pick up verse nine. As we said before,
0: so say I. Now again, gotta reemphasize it.
1: We need to hear the same stuff over and over again. It's for our benefit. Uh huh.
0: If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed.
1: Let him be accursed. He said it can be an angel from heaven. You know that's where Satan came from. He was an angel from heaven. He's changing up the gospel today. He's telling you, you don't have to do stuff God told you to do. He's telling you, you should do stuff God told you not to do. Look at what he did with Adam and Eve. He he was trouble. He was trouble. But now Paul preached some things. Let's go and see what Paul preached. Let's go to the book of Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter 19. Let's pick up verse two here. Paul preached this. And so Paul then writes, he, he had preached to these people in Galatia. And so he told them, you know, I've, I've taught you some things. I'm 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 amazed. That you have allowed someone to change what I've taught you. Let's see what he believed in in verse 2.
0: He said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Now this
1: is Paul talking. He believed in receiving the Holy Ghost. That's what he believed
0: in. Mm-hmm. And they said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost.
1: Came to some people, didn't know anything about the Holy Ghost.
0: Let's see what happened. And he said unto them, "Unto what then were you baptized? Paul believed in getting baptized. That's what he believed in. He believed in teaching
1: the Holy Ghost and water baptism. But there's someone out there that don't believe in this. There's someone that doesn't believe in this. Let's see what happens.
0: And they said unto John's baptism. Mm-hmm. Then said Paul, John barely baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him, which should on him, which should come after him. That is on Christ Jesus. Paul finds out these people were <laughs> baptized,
1: but he also understood that that baptism they received wasn't enough. It 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 did not meet God's criteria. At that exact moment. So now, Paul lets them know they need to be rebaptized. See, Paul believed in rebaptizing. That's somebody today. They say, oh, you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to get rebaptized. Yes, you do if your baptism wasn't valid. See, somebody's bringing trouble to you. What's the harm in you getting rebaptized? What's the harm in it? Lord willing, you'll take a bath tonight anyways. Now, you might not. But chances are, at some point, you will. You'll take a shower. You didn't have a hard time doing that. What's the harm in you getting rebaptized? This is for your own soul. But the reason you're having a hard time doing it is because someone told you you don't have to. Someone's bringing trouble in your life and you don't know it. The reason there's trouble is because God told you to. Jesus told you to. In the book of Mark 16 and 16, he said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. You got to get baptized the correct way. It won't matter if you get baptized the incorrect way. Somebody's bringing trouble. Somebody bring bringing trouble. This is what Paul believed in. This is what he preached. Let's see what happened in verse five. When they heard this, you know what they heard? They heard they need to be rebaptized. That's what they heard. That's what they heard. Paul believed in baptizing you however many times it takes for you to get baptized correctly. If you've been baptized five times, that's all nice and dandy. But you got to make sure you've been baptized correctly at least once. But you can get baptized five times, 15, and 50 times. And you could have did all of them wrong. So Paul understood this. See, somebody's telling you it does not matter how you got baptized. That's what somebody's telling you. But that's not what Paul preached. That's not what he preached. When they heard this, what happened?
0: They were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. See, that's how
1: they got baptized. In Jesus' name. Somebody telling you, somebody telling you today, they they left our Father, Father and Holy Ghost. That's what somebody believes. But that wasn't what Paul believed. I'm not going to get into the Godhead tonight because we'll be here till tomorrow morning. But, he rebaptized them because he believed it was necessary. Let's see what else happened.
0: And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, mm-hmm. and they spake with tongues and prophesied.
1: My God, he believed in receiving the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. See, somebody don't believe in speaking in tongues today, and I know why. Because somebody has troubled them. Somebody has troubled you. And told you, speaking in tongues doesn't happen. Somebody's troubled you. But Paul preached speaking in tongues. And for all of you talking about an interpreter, I don't find an interpreter here. See, we got to get an understanding of Scripture. There was no interpreter here. But this was what Paul priest, being baptized in Jesus' name and receiving the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues. If you don't understand that, you can ask. Scripture said, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. If we're talking about some things of God that you don't understand, ask. He said, and it shall be given. God, he'll give you an understanding if you ask, but we're not asking of him. We're not trying to find out. Anything. Sometimes we just listen to a Bible study just to say, "I listened to a Bible study." Sometimes we go to church to say, "I went to church," not getting anything out of it, just wasting our time. You know, I've been to places before. I've been to places. I'll be honest with you. I've been to places, and I I listen closely, and so I'm wondering, what what are we? What are, what are we talking about here today? What's being preached? What am I learning today? Even if I'm not learning something new, I don't have to always learn something new, but are you at least giving me the word of God? That's what I want. at least, Even if you teach a message I've already heard 50 times, God will still open something. I believe he'll still open my understanding. Give me some new revelation. But I need you to actually come from the word, though. Because if you're not, it's nothing but trouble. And I don't want to waste my time. I've I've been there and did that before. I don't want to waste my time. So, trouble in our way. Why? Because a different gospel is being preached. Somebody today believes in getting sprinkled. See, that's a different gospel. I'll, I'll tell you straight, I'll be straightforward with you. That's a different gospel than the one that was priest. Paul never sprinkled anyone. He never did. Paul never believed in sprinkling. But you find that going on today in different churches. Because someone... Someone said it's okay to do it. I remember talking with someone. They had never looked looked into this a day in their life, but they can tell you all about it. See, someone will trouble you. Someone will have you off track, and they never studied anything. They never studied anything. All they know is they were raised that way, but they never studied it. They never asked any questions. So, Paul preached the baptism in Jesus' name and receiving the Holy Ghost. I want to go back and show you that Peter preached it in the book of Acts chapter 2. Probably the verse we've been to more than any other verse. It is. (laughs) Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Peter preached the same thing. There was no difference in what these guys preached. I love to see it. I, I, I like it when these things line up, when they make sense. Uh, I believe it was, a. Uh, I think it was Ezra. The scriptures were read and they made the scriptures make sense. See, a lot of stuff we read, it doesn't make sense. We say, man, how does that? God has to open our understanding to make this thing make sense.
0: So now, Let's make some sense of it in verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You can receive the
1: gift of the Holy Ghost. He said, be baptized in Jesus' name and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Peter preached the same thing. Somebody today isn't preaching this. We're going to church our whole life Never heard of even speaking in tongue. We don't even know what it is. But this is your opportunity to ask. This is your opportunity to ask, how should I be baptized? You can ask. You can say you've already been baptized. But ask, how should I have been? I've already did it, and I don't know much about it. But how should I have been baptized? This is important because... If you don't make sure these things are right, you're only hurting yourself. This is trouble. See, this is what Paul tried to tell us about in the book of Galatians, chapter one. He said, I'm surprised because you have changed and started following something else. You're following a different gospel, a different doctrine but that's not the one I taught you. But because somebody else said it's okay for you to do these things, that's what you've accepted now. So we find Paul preached the same thing. Peter preached the same thing. We better go and get Jesus now. In the book of John, chapter 3, Let's pick up verse 5. They both, so far Paul and Peter, preached water baptism in Jesus' name and receiving the Holy Ghost. Let's see what Jesus said in verse 5.
0: Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, Mm -hmm. except the man be born of water. He said, except. He said, except. He said, they have to
1: be born of water. That's water baptism. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And of the spirit They have to receive the Holy Ghost Or else what? He cannot enter into the kingdom of God I mean
1: That's enough for me In the mouth of two or three witnesses Let every word be established This is enough for me You cannot be saved If you don't do these things This is what the word says I know somebody's going to tell you otherwise Somebody's bringing trouble Somebody's bringing trouble. Let's go back to where we started. Galatians chapter five, excuse me, chapter one, verse
0: six. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ, unto another gospel. Paul had taught
1: these people, you need to be baptized, receive the Holy Ghost, and live a holy life. Stay out of sin. You know, people today tell you, (laughs) people today tell you, you should go out and sin because that's what Jesus died for. He would want you to sin. You know, people twist up everything. People say Jesus died for nothing if you're not sinning. It sounds like trouble. Somebody's twisting up the gospel. That's all that's happening. They're not saying he didn't die. I know that's twisting the gospel. But the devil will twist it even while saying he did die for you. A lot of people can spot the false gospel when someone says, no, Jesus didn't die for you. But we can't spot it so easily when someone declares that he did. And yet they're telling you to go and sin. It's trouble. So Paul said, "You you have turned to a different gospel." He said, "But there's not another one."
0: Let's see what he said and said. Which is not another.
1: He says, "Truly, not another gospel."
0: Mm-hmm. But there be some that trouble you. But somebody told you it was another one.
1: Somebody said that's not the only way you can be saved. Somebody said, oh, you can be saved at any church. I say, you can be saved at any church if that church is teaching you the truth. But if they're not, you won't be saved. Jesus said, if the blind lead the blind, they'll both fall. Both. The person leading and the person following. If you're following Someone and something that is not true is trouble. So Paul said, I I marvel that you have left the truth. And now you're going after fairy tales, believing stuff that I never preached. Being passed around with every wind of doctrine, everything people are telling us. Well, believe it. Most of the time, because it's easy for us to believe it. So, Paul, this is the reason he wrote to the church, because somebody's bringing us trouble. Somebody's turning us from the truth. In the book of Ephesians, he told us there's one Lord. Let's go and get that as we wrap this thing up. In the book of Ephesians, chapter four, I believe I want verse five.
0: One Lord. There's one
1: Lord. There's only one God. There's only one God. Somebody think it's three, four, five, and six. There's only one God. Let's see what he says. One faith. There's only one belief. See, every church has a different faith, though. It's trouble. Somebody believe you can be sprinkled. Somebody say you can't. I'm saying you can't, not and be saved, not and fulfilled what God told you to do because you can't find it in scripture. If you can find it in scripture, let me see it. But I know it's not there because I've searched and I ask anyone to show me, anyone that says you can be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, show it to me in scripture. Show me where they did it at. Show me where Peter did it. Show me where Paul did it. Show me where James, John, Philip, Philip went and baptized a eunuch in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody's bringing trouble. He said there's one Lord and there's one faith. There's only one way to do these things. Mm -hmm. One baptism. Oh, my goodness. There's only one way to be baptized. There's only one way. But if you go to each Church, somebody said you can do it this way. You can do it that way. All the times have changed. See, we have new interpretations of the scriptures now. See, we didn't understand it back then. But now with these new, <laughs> with this new translation The interpretation is different now. God's word is still the same. He said, there's one Lord. There's one faith. There's only one baptism. There's only one that's going to work. That's what he's trying to tell you. Yeah, that people go and baptize 50 different ways. I seen a preacher uh, baptizing a baby. (laughs) Turn the baby upside down. Devil man three times. But there's only one way. Somebody else baptize them, take them down one time. There's only one way. Somebody take some water, rub it on their fingers, put it on their head. You didn't even have to change your clothes. You didn't even have to bring a paper towel. They just put a little drop. It'll evaporate before you get back to your seat. It's trouble. (laughs) It's trouble. We call it... a. Lord, help me. It's one Lord, one faith, and only one way to be baptized. Let's see what he said, man. One God. He's expressing the oneness to you. He's trying to let you know there's only one way. There's only one way. There's a reason Peter, all the apostles, all the disciples that we're reading about, There's a reason they only did it one way because there's only one acceptable way. See, in life, you have a choice. You can do it whatever way you want to do it. You you can get in a car. You can drive down the road as fast as you want to. whatever speed you desire to go, you go it. But there's only one speed, one maximum speed that's acceptable. See, you can do it how you want to. But that doesn't mean it's acceptable. This is what he's trying to tell us. You can believe whatever you want to believe, but that doesn't mean it's acceptable to God. So we have to find out where somebody is troubling us. You don't want you don't want to show up at the end of time and not be saved, all because you held on to what someone said. You never. Ask any questions. I encourage you. If you think I'm wrong on this, ask me a question. If you think I'm wrong, go and show me in the scripture. But don't just say I'm wrong and you can't show anything.
0: So. He said, there's one God uh-huh. and father of all mm-hmm. who was above all mm-hmm. and through all and in you all. He's showing
1: us the oneness. There's only one God. There's only one faith. There's only one baptism. There's only one way that we truly need to be saved. And that's by doing what Jesus told us. He said, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit. This is the way. Being water baptized, receiving the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues. That's how they they receive the Holy Ghost all throughout the scripture. That's the one way. But somebody else is going to trouble you and say, no, that's not true. Somebody's going to trouble you. And you're going to be wondering, is it really true or not? But Paul has shown some people that it's true. And somebody came along and changed them. Don't be that person tonight. Once you find the truth, hold on to it with everything you have. That's what I'm planning to do. Now, you make your own choice. I'm a big believer. I'm a firm believer in letting people make their choice. So I'm praying and hoping that you would choose to hold on to the truth no matter what. So that's what we're talking about tonight. Trouble. Trouble's coming. The devil's going to bring the opposition. He's going to bring somebody else who does not believe in the truth. And you're going to be tested to see if you'll hold on. See, it's easy to hold on when people around us believe in the same thing. But when you start running into a person has changed, all of a sudden now your friend doesn't believe that anymore. Your cousin, mom, dad, brother, sister, husband, wife no longer believe it. Now it's a battle. Will you hold on or will you give in to the trouble? So I pray and hope that we would hold to the word of God because there's only one Lord and there's only one faith and one baptism. So at this time we will wrap it up here and I'll turn it back over into the hands of Melvin. Thank you guys. God bless you.
0: Um, Thank you, uh, Minister. Great message as um, per usual, but I don't have much to add. I just um, ask that we all get baptized in Jesus' name, get the gift of the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues. A lot of churches don't even do that. Either one of those things. And as um, I regard it as one of my famous sayings on this live stream, there is a church just about on every single corner. And each one of those churches is teaching a different message. And they're all saying, this is what God told me. But we have to know the word of God to know which one is right. And I oftentimes use writing code as an example, because that is what I do. As one of the things that I do. Now, somebody could show me something in a completely different coding language and say, this is what this part is doing. This is what that part is doing. The whole thing is supposed to do this. And it's super easy for me to believe them and go along with what they're saying because I'm not familiar with this. This is a completely different, just like how we talk in different languages. You got English and Spanish. We have different coding languages. I'm not going to get too technical into that, but it's basically the same thing with languages. I can even talk about the, in the way that we speak. Now I'm pretty sure we uh, most of us know that yes, in Spanish, Spanish is "c." But if you don't know that, somebody can say this means boat or tree. Oh, so what I'm saying is, people can tell you the about the word of God, and it will actually make sense. That's what's so troubling about it. The Scripture says there is a way that seemeth right, but that again, that's what's so troubling about it. Because we want to flock to whatever makes the most sense. And when the scripture says, do not lean to your own understanding, I can take it back to what Noah was preaching. It didn't make sense for it to rain, water to come from the sky when water only came from the ground. It didn't make sense. So a lot of people didn't take heed. Just like today. Today. You know, when you look at it from the natural perspective, what what good is getting in some water and having the preacher say something? It doesn't make sense, but that's why God says he uses the, the uh, weak to confound the strong. And he uses the confusing things. Huh? The verse is um, missing from my mind right now. But just because something may not make sense to us naturally doesn't mean it's wrong. There's only one way, and I pray that we all find it. Because in the book of Matthew, the seventh chapter, it says the straight and narrow way, only few will go that way. I know we heard the saying, highway to hell and staircase to heaven. That's an earthly saying now, but I can definitely get behind it because people are going to hell and fast. You know, hell is never full. And it wasn't even intended for us. But people go there all the time. So that's all I have to add. There are no comments because again, this is a pre-recorded message. This should be the last one. We should be back next week live, able to react to comments, and answer questions, and all of that. So thank you guys all always for tuning in, listening to the podcast. We thank you guys as well. And as my weekly reminder to you guys, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's a good message. We'd love to see you there. You can access it, um, the link by messaging us or on our website, jmsbible.com in the Zoom section. It's all there. Previous, however many messages we've done, as well as in-person Bible studies. We pray that you take a listen because it's so important. It really is. So, I do want to say one thing before, we, before we get <laughs> out of
1: here. Uh, even though this is a pre recorded uh, study on any of our pre recorded studies, please still ask your question. Uh, there's a lot of times where I might not ask a question when it's on my mind and I forget it. So, yep. if you don't write your question down, if you don't ask, at least write it down. But I'm encouraging you to ask. Uh, and if we don't see it, uh, message it directly. Um, but whatever you do, ask your question because God wants you to be interested in his word. So yeah. I just want to throw that in there. Regardless um, of if we're live or not, please still ask your question and we'll get back to you. And if we don't see it, then message us directly. So uh, yes, thank you.
0: Uh, most definitely still uh, ask your question, uh, make your comments. Um, and that scripture came to my mind As Tony, uh, as you were speaking uh, God uses the foolish things to confound the wise That's what I couldn't remember earlier So if a message sounds foolish You know, we try to outsmart ourselves We're going to outsmart ourselves You know, um, if you can take a look At some of the smartest people uh, Stephen Hawking um, I don't know if Albert Einstein said it But some of the smartest people They'll say that there is no God But in the scripture it says The fool says that because there definitely is one, so um, but thank you, Lord, for bringing that back to my memory. The foolish—he uses the foolish things to confound the wise. So that's all I had to say. Again, there are no comments, but thank you to those who will comment, and we will get back to you as soon as possible. So, as I always like to say, rejoicing the Lord always, because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Counted all joy, counted all joy, and again counted all joy. There is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm, as we try to tell. With this, with even just the name of this program, with joy in the midst of the storm, there's always a reason, even if it's hard to to see. So, if the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening live with another topic coming straight from the Word of God. So, have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend, and we'll see you then. Thank you again for tuning in.